daisical when it comes to spiritual things in the summer. God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to press in in the summer. Amen. And so I know last year he told us in the summer, he said, pray, take every opportunity to pray. And so we were praying in nearly every service. I believe that's paying off, don't you? Amen. And then uh, also, um, um, I know that we had some people over to the house for different reasons. And every, if, if you came to our house, you had to pray last summer. Yeah, hallelujah. I mean, we just took some opportunities to pray when we were together. And so, um, and it's paying off in our lives. Hallelujah. And uh, this, But this summer, the Lord's talking to us about praise. Hallelujah. That, that we're going to have a summer of praise where we press in. Hallelujah. And uh, get a greater understanding of praise, for one thing. And uh, don't want it to be lost to this generation. I know that when we first came into the things of the Spirit in 1980, we heard a lot of teaching on praise. Since then, I've heard not any, to tell you the truth. I can't think of any teaching I've heard on praise. And I'm not saying that there hadn't been any, but I just know it's not as widespread as it was. And uh, and because we were hearing a lot of teaching on praise, and we were learning to praise the Lord, and we were learning why we praise, and, and uh, how to praise, and a lot of different things, and the power of praise. And uh, uh, so, um, but hadn't heard a lot about that and don't want it to be lost to this generation, to the generation that's maybe didn't come in in the, uh, the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. Pastor said he, uh, he, he talked about a song this morning in church and only one had heard of it. Uh, and he said, you know, everybody else was too young. So praise God. So sometimes, you know, things can, y'all missed, y'all missed some great songs. Some of y'all are so young. You missed some great songs. If you didn't, didn't come in the sixties and the hallelujah, they hadn't been near as good since the sixties. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'm in a time warp. I'm hung in the sixties as far as music is. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, so, <laughs> uh, but anyway, just catch the generation, get the generations, all the generations below us. Uh, you know, I'm 50, so everybody younger than that, going to get you all all caught up to speed if you don't have an understanding about praise and why to praise. And, and uh, you know, it'll give you a, an inspiration to praise as we talk about these things. Um we, we looked at a lot of scriptures this morning and said some things about praise, but the one that uh, seems to come up in my heart to talk about tonight is um, to talk about how praise bubbles up inside of us. Uh, praise, uh, God's not asking you to sit and try to think of words to praise Him with. This morning I gave them an example and told about the lady who had a, the, the, the minister saw her with a card. They were praising in the service. She had a little card, a three by five card, and she kept looking down at her card. And the minister said to her, said, uh, well, what is that? And she said, well, it's my praise vocabulary. And uh, she had just gone and thought of some, or maybe wrote down from somebody else, some wonderful praise words, God, you're awesome, God, you're magnificent, or whatever. And she had written them down, and so she was referring to her praise vocabulary. But we talked this morning about how you don't have to do that. That God creates the fruit of the lips, Isaiah 57, verse 19 says. And that, that just like tongues, or speaking in tongues, bubbles up from the inside. Now, you have to yield to it. You have to use your mouth and so forth, and in praise you do 
too. But that words of praise will bubble up from the inside of you. It's an act of your will. You decide to praise, first of all. You decide. God's never going to force you to do anything. You know, a lot of people said, well, I was afraid when, when I was first being told about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I was afraid to get it because I thought I might start speaking in tongues and couldn't stop. And the doorbell would ring and I'd have to go to the door and I'd be speaking in tongues. You know, have you ever heard anybody say that? Yeah. And, you know, so they were afraid of it. But, you know, the spirit of the prophet subject to the prophet. Our, our own spirit is subject to us. We can start and stop tongues at will. Now, I've wanted to speak in tongues to some people before, you know, but it wasn't in love. I mean, you know, I wanted to use the things of God. That's not right, I can tell you. But anyway, like at 315 this morning when the, we got the wrong number. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we've had this same person wrong number for a while. I swear I believe that, you know, that before our number was our number, that it was something. I think it's written on a bar in Westside. I think, I do, I think my phone number is written on the wall of some bar in Westside, and then every once in a while somebody gets real drunk in the middle of the night and drives <laughs> and, 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 uh, and dials it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't they, Pastor? They did it last Saturday night, too. Saturday night, only he had to get it then. Hallelujah. So two Saturday nights in a row. I need to start taking authority over that, don't I? Anyway, so praise bubbles up on the inside of us. Hallelujah. It bubbles up from within. Uh, it, and, and, you know, it's not, and, it, you know, God's not bored if you say hallelujah a thousand times tomorrow. If you say praise the name of Jesus 400 times tomorrow, God's not bored. It's like I'm never bored when pastor says I love you. I never say that's sure repetitive. I mean, I'm really getting tired of hearing that. No, he can't say it too much because it comes from the heart. And that's the way praise is. When praise comes from the heart, it doesn't matter if it's the same thing over and over. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to God. Hallelujah. And as we praise, it takes us into the river. It takes us into the move of the Holy Ghost. As you respond to that bubble and you speak out the praises of God, you'll find yourself in a river, just like we did tonight, just like we did Sunday night. We praise God. We just begin to praise Him. We begin to let what's bubbling up on the inside of us, we begin to articulate that. Not worrying about what other people think. Not one, you know, that's the good thing about God. You don't care. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. It doesn't matter how it sounds. When it's full of your hearts in it and it's full of adoration and love for God, it, it, you know, there's not a test that God grades on and says, well, oh, she sounded good and she didn't. You know, no, it all sounds good to Him. Hallelujah. And it puts us into that flow. It puts us into the anointing. It puts us into the, 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 the Spirit of God is moving and there's a river there's rivers flowing in services sometimes you get so many rivers flowing you don't know which one to go down you don't know which way to you don't know which way to flow you could flow in healing or you could flow in prophecy you could flow in several different directions and uh, uh, so the river begins to flow and I told you there's 14 things that happen in the river. And this morning we talked about three of them. We said, and I won't go over those, but I want to get into the other, uh, however many that is, 11, isn't it? Uh, hallelujah. May I have to have the math teacher tell me that. What's 14 minus 3? No. <laughs> hallelujah. The first thing that happens in the river is, or not the first thing. These are in no particular order. 
no, no order of importance, but the first thing I said is revival. There's revival in the river. There's refreshing in the river. I don't know about you. We come in here, and we can, I can be stale bread. For I can be wore flat out. Y'all know what that means. I can be wasted. <laughs> like my husband's mother says, I'm destroyed. <laughs> she always confesses that. <laughs> Hallelujah. She went to Lubbock shopping. She's destroyed that day. We're like, oh, God, help us, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't she? No. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's looking at me like, don't talk about my mother. Amen. I'm sorry. You can talk about mine. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That'll keep him busy a while. <laughs> He's got two mother-in-laws. He can just talk about either one he wants to. He says that ought to be against the law <laughs> to have two mother-in-laws. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's refreshing. I can come in here, and boy, when you know we begin to praise, and all of a sudden, I've never, I'll promise you, I have never one time come to church that I didn't leave feeling better. That's it. And I've come sick before. I've come when it's like, oh, God, I just have to, you know, when you're preaching, it don't matter. You, you just got to rise up. Or when you're, when you're responsible. And, uh, you know, but I've never left that I didn't feel better. Hallelujah. Because in that river is refreshing in that river. You know, it doesn't matter if you need to be spiritually refreshed. Maybe you just need, maybe it's not your body, it's your head. But I've always gotten refreshed when I get in the river. And then, and, and so the first is revival. The second is revelation. And we talked this morning how, um, that when you get in the atmosphere of the river, you'll begin to have revelation. You'll begin to have a word from heaven. You'll begin to have a word in season. You'll begin to have direction. Now, and sometimes the direction is, you know, big and mighty direction. But sometimes it's just small directions. We need, to sm we need small directions. Hallelujah. In the river, there's revelation. There's guidance. God speaks to us. He guides us. I know just going home today, I was going to turn and go a certain way. I just had unction. I just like had a check. Don't go that way. Go a different way. You know, we need that kind of direction from the Holy Ghost. And you know, we don't have to say, well, you know, God, that's, that, well, that's crazy. You know, why can't I go this way? You know, some people just argue with God and, you know, contradict him. And I did that once too. I mean, I, God woke me up in the middle of the night many years ago there was a woman in our church and she was uh, actually a friend she was a, she had befriended me and we were we were prayed together God woke me up in the middle of the night and said only two times has he ever just woke me up and said a scripture uh, and he said 2nd Samuel chapter 15 and I thought I don't even know what that says I got up and went and read it and it said it was about Absalom and David you know Absalom turned on his father David tried to steal the throne from him and you know what I did? I argued with God because I thought I was smarter. And I said, oh, God, she don't want to be pastor of the church. She don't want that. She don't want the responsibility. How many of you know God knows what he's talking about? How many of you know God's smarter? And so don't argue with him. Don't, I just, I'll give you a piece of advice. Don't argue with him. I'd rather, I'd rather trust the unction and maybe find out there was no reason to have done that Hallelujah. Sometimes God's just practicing on you. He's getting you to practice for the big one. He's practicing on you. He's seeing if you'll follow on the big one when it don't count so that when it need, you need to turn the other way. Hallelujah. When you need to go down a different street. 
<laughs> You're used to obeying the unction, amen? And there's revelation in the uh, river. There's promotion. Third thing is there's promotion in the river. You're promoted into, as you, as you enter into the river, the anointing, you, uh, there's promotion. You get, God is able to work. There's, there, it, promotion, I mean, we could say this a lot of different ways, you know. There's witty ideas. That'd be revelation too, but there's things that promote us and enable us to go to higher places. But there's also, you know, all of us need restoration. All of us have some tangled up mess on the inside. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about your spirit, man. I'm talking about your soul. I'm talking about the Bible says in Psalm 23 that he restores our soul. I want to tell you your soul gets restored when you get in the river. You get things untangled that are uh, tangled up on the inside of you. You know what I'm saying? The hurts, the wounds, the frustrations, the disappointments, the, you know, and it can be, you know, some people just had horrible lives and they need to be healed and untangled in their soul. And those things happen in the river. There's calling in the river. You know, you'll find in the river, you'll, you'll, that's when you'll, those things will come to you and, and you'll think of those things and, You'll, you'll say, well, that, I see myself and I, I, I can, and, 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 you know, and then when the river's not there, you'll go, oh, that sound, you know, you know, when the anointing's not there, have you ever known it, it all sounds so foolish? What sounds so awesome in the river will sound so foolish when the anointing's not there. I mean, there's been times in church when I was so bold in the anointing and I would dance or run or something. When I got home, I went, oh God, what did I, oh, what did that look like? You know, cause you got out of that you're step now now you're back in the natural hallelujah but there's all awesome things in the river as you respond to God there's calling you'll you'll know yourself you'll see yourself there's a, the fifth thing in the river is wisdom uh, hallelujah I just would advise you you know the wisdom of God is already on the inside of you the Bible says that Jesus has been made unto us wisdom righteousness sanctification and redemption he's been made unto us wisdom and so wisdom is the, is on the inside of you, and as you yield to the Holy Ghost, and you begin to yield into and and and, and flow with praise and ever uh, the the wisdom of God that's on the inside of you will come from your heart to your head, so that you know what to do. And sometimes it doesn't happen in the service. Sometimes it's the next day or the next week. You have a knowing. Amen. The sixth thing in the river is greatness. There's greatness in the river. We're so much more in the anointing than we are just in the natural. You're so much more in, in God and in Him. And you know, in the river, you are great. In the natural, you're just normal. You're just like all those sinners out there. If, we, if you're just going to live in the natural, you're going to be just like them. Now, you're going to be saved and you're going to go to heaven, but you're going to be just like them. If you don't step into something supernatural, if you don't step into the river uh, uh, of anointing, that's where the greatness is. That's where we can do all things. That's where we can do the works that Jesus did. Amen. Is stepping in there. That's where you, you know, you, that's, where, that's where the boldness is to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the more you yield to the river, the more yielded you are, the more bold you'll be, the more sensitive you'll be to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Number seven, in the river is finances. There's finances in the river. 
They're keys to finances. In, I, I, in the New Living Translation, Isaiah 66, 12, New Living Translation says this, Peace and prosperity will overflow Jerusalem like a river, says the Lord. The wealth of the nations will flow to her. Now, anytime you see the word Jerusalem, it's okay to substitute church. Because the promises God made to Jerusalem are good for the church. You know? Do y'all see what I'm saying? And so, like Pastor said, even though that's out of context, the principle of it is still for us. And he says, Peace and prosperity will overflow Jerusalem like a river, says the Lord. The wealth of the nations will flow to her. Number eight, in the river is unity. We talked about that pretty extensively already this morning, but we'll just touch on it. But you think about it, you know, it'd be really hard to get us to agree. It's hard to get a large group to agree on most everything. You know, it wouldn't matter what we were trying to decide tonight. I guarantee you, even though we all love God and we all want to be agreeable, we want to do the right thing, there'd be somebody disagree, wouldn't there? I mean, you know, somebody would like purple better than blue. Somebody would like red better than orange. Amen. And so in the river, uh, there's unity. Because it's really hard to get, disagree over Jesus is Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And so we get into one of the few times that we really get into a place of unity is when the body of Christ begins to praise. That's why there will be so much unity in heaven because there's going to be a lot of praises in heaven. It's not going to be about us in heaven. It's going to be about Him. And so we'll be in unity. Amen. Uh, in the ninth thing that's in the river is harvest. And you can turn over to Ezekiel 47. I'm not giving you scriptures for all of these, but I'm giving you scriptures for some of them. Ezekiel 47. In the river is harvest. And you know, God... I think sometimes we get preconceived ideas about the reign of the Holy Ghost. We have preconceived ideas about harvest. But I'm telling you, just like even that little couple this morning, that's harvest, folks. Any way you want to look at it, that's harvest. That's harvest coming in. That's harvest. God give, God, God's saying, help these people. That's God saying, here they are. Help them. Help them. You know, you know some things. We know some things about prayer. We know some things about God's miracle working power. We know that it's God's will to heal all the time. Hallelujah. Pastor talked to him about that. He said, now, you know, he said, now, there's, you could go to some churches and they would say, well, now God will heal this baby if it's his will. But before I can help you, you've got to agree with me that it's God's will for this baby, that it, it is absolutely God's will to heal this baby. And, um, and they said they could hook up with that that they would hook up that it was God's will to heal their baby. And so hallelujah. You know, cause they're, so they're not saying, if it be thy will, God. They're saying, no, it's your will. Hallelujah. Amen. That's harvest. Harvest. And so harvest comes in a hundred different, well, thousands of different ways. But I, Ezekiel 47, verse 9, it says, Afterward he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen Has thou seen this? First he talked about, you know, it was ankle deep, and, you know, then it was knee deep, and it was waist deep. And he said, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. That's verse 6. Now verse 7. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. And then said he unto me, These waters issue out to 
toward the east country and go down into the desert and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. Now remember, anytime we talk about waters in the Bible and it's not a specific body of water like the Sea of Galilee, then it's talking about people. Okay, so here we know he's talking about people. It says the, the seas which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed and it shall come to pass that everything that liveth which moveth whithersoever the rivers shall come shall live and there shall be a very great multitude of fish. Hallelujah. How many of you know God's made us fishers of men? Hallelujah. He told Peter, he said, don't be afraid from now on you will catch men. Peter was a fisherman. Because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. And so in the river is harvest. And there's a principle. We're going to have a summer of praise. But there's a principle in the kingdom that if we sow to heaven, God will sow to earth. As we sow to heaven, God will sow to earth. As we sow and give what we can give to heaven, which is praises, that's all we've got to offer heaven. How many of you know that? And uh, as we sow to heaven, God will sow in the earth with the rain of the Holy Ghost and uh, with, the out, with the outpourings that result in harvest. Okay, and then in the river, of course, is healing. Number 10, now we just read that, that wherever the river came, there would be healing. And uh, in, in the river, number 11 is miracles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where the anointing is, there's miracles. Number 12 is joy. Turn to Psalm 46, verse 4. There's joy in the river. We talked this morning uh, about, and I just want to catch everybody up to speed that wasn't here this morning, but we talked about the fact that you cannot praise, you cannot praise long without entering into victory. You can, you know, you may start out. Now I'm by faith, and you know, but you, if you, you can, you, it'll just take you a minute, and if you'll begin to praise God, if you'll begin to let the praises of God, you'll enter into the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now that's not true with prayer. Sometimes the longer we pray, Hallelujah, the longer we pray, Hallelujah, the more defeated we get sometimes. I mean, it's not always that way, but you know how, have you ever just prayed something until you just wore out praying it? I have. I've done that in recent, oh God, I know something recently I was praying about and I shared Pastor Bussy about it and he said, I don't want you praying about it no more. Don't pray no more about it. You need to wear something out praying until you're not even, you're not, you know, you, you've lost your victory. He said, now you just let my prayer team take over and we're going to pray for that. My prayer girls are going to take that over and don't you, don't you pray another word about it. Now I was tempted, I can tell you, to keep praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know, sometimes the longer we pray, the more unbelief we get in. But you can't praise long without getting into the victory. And we also talked about this morning that you can't praise backslid. You can speak the word backslid. You can do a lot of things backslid. I can tell you you can preach backslid. Hallelujah, that's true. You can sing backslid too. I'll just get on y'all's side. Hallelujah. You can sing backslid. But you, you will not really enter into pray. Oh, I mean, you'll mumble around or something. But, you, but I mean, get in there and vigorously praise God. You can't do it backslid. Amen. Okay, so we talked about that. So uh, joy, joy in, in the river. Psalm 46, verse 4. 
There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Boy, there's a river. It'll make you glad when you get in it. Hallelujah. You, praise God. We need to start every morning. David started his morning with praise, and we need to end our evening with praise. Hallelujah. You know that's not hard to do. When you're laying down on the bed, you can praise God. Because you always enter in everything with praise. Praise. Praise is not the ending, we found out this morning. It's the beginning. It, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. So anything you're trying to enter into, healing, you need a financial miracle, praise is at the beginning, it's not at the end. Hallelujah. Now you'll be thankful at the end, but you, you know, you, you, it, at the beginning is the praise. Uh, peace is in the river. Isaiah 48, 18. There's peace in the river. We've already read some scriptures that talked about that, actually. But we'll read this, too. Isaiah 48, 18. We'll get this all covered tonight, and we'll, everybody will be up to speed. O thou that hadst hearkened to my commandments, then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. There's peace in the river. As you praise God and enter into the river, the peace of God will settle down on you. Well, that happened to us in the prayer room tonight. I mean, we, Karen led prayer tonight. She talked about that uh, we were going to press in to praise tonight. She was responding to this morning. And we pressed and we went and we began to praise God. And we praised God and praised God and praised God till the peace of God just settled all over us. Man, I could have laid down and gone to sleep. It was so peaceful in that room. The peace of God had entered in. And so that, you know, we just, we have it in the Word, but we also prove it. And also in the river, number 14, is all that is needed. Whatever you need, it's in the river. All that is needed is in the river. All that is needed. That's where it's at. Folks, it's not out here in this world somewhere. You, the wisdom you need, everything you need. Everything you need to be a success in life. Everything we need in this church is in the river. Hallelujah. It's in that anointing. When I say river, you know I'm talking about the anointing of God, the presence of God, and I'm talking about it being a praiser, letting it bubble up from within, and, and entering in, entering into the river by praising God. Hallelujah. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Turn over to Hebrews chapter 4, and we'll, we're going to wind this down tonight. How many of you want to wind down? Hallelujah. I know the musicians. Now, we prayed for y'all to have strength because we know y'all started early, but we put special prayer out there that for y'all. So y'all are strong. Hebrews 4.16, it says, <clears throat> y'all remember this scripture, don't you? Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You know, we're supposed to come boldly right to the throne of God, aren't we? Well, I want you to turn over, uh, and this is what the Lord showed me this week, Revelation 22, and I'll just share it with you. Revelation 22. To keep that scripture in mind, let us come boldly, therefore, to the throne of grace that we might find help or in time of need or all that is needed. Remember, in the river is all that is needed so that we might find help in time of need. And then Revelation 22, 1, that's one of my favorite scriptures. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of what? The throne. If we get in the river... Of God, we'll find ourselves right there at the throne. Amen. 
the throne, the river is flowing right out of the throne. And if we get in the river by praising God and entering in, then we'll find ourselves right at the throne and we'll have the help that we need. For all that is needed, we'll have the help that we need. We can get right there at the throne. Hallelujah. By entering into the river. Now, uh, turn to one more scripture. Psalm 89. Because I want to say this about because concerning what I said this morning. I talked about this morning about it not being lost to this generation. That the kids of Word of Life Church entering into praise and worship. Not just sitting on the pew. Not just coloring and, and uh, you know, sleeping and I don't know what all they do. And not even just, you know, playing with each other. But having the, all, that, that I want our children to get a real revelation of praising God. Now, children's ministers and parents... This is up to y'all to get them a revelation of praising God. Hallelujah. And we're believing and we're praying. And we've been praying for the children for quite some time in the prayer room. Psalm 89.1. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. Drop down to verse 4. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. See, that's what God wants us to do. That we build up the throne of God. We build up... Uh, these things to the, every generation, to the, to our seed. Hallelujah. Get them praising God. Now, it's very natural. The Lord showed me recently that the, the main thing He wants us to do in the nursery, and I'll probably talk about this later, is He wants us to get the nursery children praising God. If you think about it, you remember the scripture we read it this morning? It says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast ordained praise. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. That means that the kids that are still taking the bottle or the breast, he's ordained. that's where he wants them to start praising God. Now it tells us in another scripture that we start teaching them doctrine after they're weaned from the breast. We don't start teaching doctrine. I mean, he told us how to do it here, folks. And you know it's just so natural they want to raise their hands. I've noticed that they want to raise their hands when those babies do. They just, they're good imitators, aren't they? They want to do what we do. So we're going to pass this to the next generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to pass this on. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's stand up together. Hallelujah. You know it would be wrong to teach the Word, and we've taught a little bit tonight, and not give you an opportunity.